Make One Marble, rated 18 plus for mature content. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Make One Marble. Uh, The idea around it really is to make one think. Um, I have a ton of different things I'm interested in uh, to talk about. Very serious things, politics, human rights, um, uh, you know, LGBTQIA+, uh, mental health, you know, all sorts as well as, you know, sometimes I'll be talking about light stuff like games or movies. (laughs) However, uh, because I'll also be from time to time talking about BDSM, uh, I have rated this podcast as uh, 18 plus. And um, yeah, and uh, mainly for that particular reason, I can't go into... I can't really openly talk about who I who I am, you know. Unfortunately, um, I can't even really explain why. But uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, there could be people that who could possibly hear this, and I'm kind of stuck because I don't care myself, but because of said reasons, I can't go into. It does make it a little bit difficult to try and explain but really if you if you do know who I am then I just ask that uh, specific topics I'm going to discuss that you don't go hey I know who you are blah 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 um, it's not going to be worst case scenario life is ruined but I would prefer um, that it wasn't done like that <laughs> And that you let me, when there's a time that I can actually do it and it's not going to cause any particular effects that I can actually go, hey, yeah, it's me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But at the moment, it's my pen name, uh, my nom de plume, you know, uh, Miss Marble. So, yeah, I'd appreciate that. Um, Yeah, because it's, it's not fair on others, you know? Yeah, so so it's a pain, but it's it is what it is, and I have to deal with that. But at least I can still make this podcast, and I can still actually talk about stuff that interests me. Actually, go into more detail here and there. I can actually give a more open perspective rather than having to always shut off a part of me that goes, I can't really talk about that because of our reasons. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, you know. And then I'm sort of having to. Uh, it's frustrating, but it's. Mm, Anyway, uh, so I am Miss Marble. Um, I am in my early 30s. Um, My pronouns are she, her. And uh, I'm cis and I'm pan. And what other bloody labels have I, you know, got? (laughs) Um, um, I I do also suffer from mental health, um, which is generally uh, bipolar disorder. Uh, I'm also very geeky. I like tattoos and piercings. I also like a range of music. Um, 
So yeah, there's definitely lots. Uh, <laughs> there is definitely lots that I can uh, that I can go into. You know, movies, uh, you know, uh, TV shows, all that jazz. Uh, I do also, you know, feel very strongly about a lot of politics and human rights, and so you know, things like that. I'm going to be wanting to talk about as well as BDSM and you know, uh, typically, obviously, certain movies. Uh, that you know can you know uh, paint BDSM in a very negative and abusive and you know just mm, just a very bad representation, you know, and all that sort of thing. So I guess my goal that I would say so far that I would wish for my podcast is that I figure out a regular you know kind of schedule that'd be good. Um, I would also, I think, like to, hmm, I like to find a way of getting speakers about, you know, the topics that I cover to come on. Um, I've also got a Patreon, which I've got a goal for, like, 30 marblies. I come prepared for names and, you know... (laughs) Uh, where uh, for um, for that it's thirty marbles. I will then do um, uh, a live stream where all the um, thirty uh, marbles can come on and talk about uh, you know bring a topic of discussion or a story, and then you know we all you know bring in our own you know take and perspectives and you know and just have a chit chat and I thought that'd be really really cool um so yeah those are those are the two main things uh and I think that'd be really important because with this podcast it's a way of me to express myself I mean really there's like three maybe four reasons for this podcast that I was thinking about before I started you know designing the you know the art the you know the cover and you know what my pen name would be and you know try to figure out my what my kind of um aesthetic would be you know that sort of thing and so the first thing really is kind of like a a journal to share with others because I I suck at writing it's like many projects I do I start something I'm very flighty I start something I stop something I start something and the one thing I really hate about journals is the gaps you know the the, the time period you know if I if I try and do a journal I try and do it like either it's once a day or once a week or twice a week and when I see that the date is wrong and it's you know there's a gap it really winds me up about that and it just doesn't feel complete or I decide that that particular uh, notepad is going to be for something completely different and I've got to figure out a way of making it look like the pages haven't been ripped out and try to stick them together and make a very thick, you know, front page with a new picture on the front and, oh, God, a nightmare. But I think kind of like using a kind of dictaphone, you know, kind of thing, you know, just sort of speaking my mind out and not having to worry about streaming or setting up a camera and having to set out the overlays. Oh, I'm doing this topic, so I'm, I think I'm going to change it to this type of layout or I'm going to try and do something different or no, that feels a little bit old now, I want to freshen it. No, 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 at least with this, I can just basically just start rambling and 
I'm doing it and I don't have an excuse not to just bring out my phone or open my laptop and just click record or live stream if I ever fancy doing, you know, more of a live stream, uh, which I will do in the future. It won't always be purely for Patreons. The, the, the live stream for Patreons is more so for um, for doing like group discussions, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, being able to let their voices shine, which I think would be really nice. But live streams, Q&As, depending how much that's actually of interest to people. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I just wouldn't be able to go into certain topics, but then I'd, you know, I'd tell you, oh, I can't talk about that particular thing of if it's, you know, very personal to me or could potentially share my identity, blah, 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 as I've mentioned before. Um, so there's that. So that's the first thing, really. It's like a, it's like a vocal journal to me because uh, blogging and, you know, streaming and writing has always been very iffy. And so I guess this is my last attempt at trying to do something on a regular basis because I do find that once I've expressed myself... I do find, you know, that a bit of weight has lifted and it just feels good to, you know, saying it vocally, I sometimes find can be stronger than writing because when it's been said, it's out, it's done and it's like, oh, good, I've, I've done it now, you know, whereas for some people it's stronger with writing or it's stronger with, you know, video blogging and so forth. Um, the second is really because I'm in a position and have been in a position for a little while now where I can't actively go to BGSM communities. I can't actively go to, you know, to, you know, uh, pride communities and, you know, and, 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 and it's difficult. And unfortunately, it's not only because of the pandemic, but because of where I live and, you know, uh, it's a, it's a very, um, Everyone knows someone. <laughs> Everyone knows someone, and that's not great at the moment in my period of life. And as well as that, it's you know now obviously you've got the pandemic, but then obviously it's it's a pain because you know you are a part of the community, but you're not part of the community because you've got no one that you can speak to. And I mean that in in real life circumstance, you know, online is okay. You can chat to people and. You know, but you don't get that same, you know, when you're, when you're online and you're chatting to someone on Twitter or you're chatting to someone on Discord or blah, 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 and I'm very much like this, so I'm, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that I don't do this because I really do. It's very much of, oh, this conversation feels like it's burnt out. I can literally just close the laptop, turn off my phone. I don't have to. I can go, oh, I'll respond to that comment, like, later on, or, oh, well, that comment's done now, and I've already said my piece, and I've not had a response, so it's just left at that, you know, that kind of thing, and whereas if you're meeting someone IRL, you can't do that, you can't go, I'm bored of this conversation now, I'm just going to walk away, like, it actually gives you a challenge to actually, you know, wake up pay more attention because sometimes we don't sometimes you know we're chatting to someone and we kind of drift off because while we're chatting to them we're watching a youtube video we're doing something and we're not always we're not always taking in what someone says and i do think that obviously if it's online that's a bit more difficult to sort of shake your head and go oh i need to uh yeah this person's you know talking about this i really shouldn't just be going 
oh really or oh that's great or oh that looks amazing you know and actually contribute something more to that and I saw one thing I miss from IRL as much as my anxiety depression messes me up for actually going out when I have I don't have that same it is different I don't have that same thing as I do on my uh, on my personal social medias uh, compared to when I you know, go out into uh, into real life and you know actually talking to someone that I can't just shut a laptop down and go I'm tired now I'm going to bed I'm just not going to talk to you anymore you know that sort of thing regardless of whether you end the conversation with oh I'm going to bed now you know or I've got to go or something and you know whether that's been you know you've been chatting with that person for five minutes and you are going to bed or whether it's been like three hours intermittently responding and then you're going but sometimes you I don't know if anyone else gets this, but you also get that apprehension that maybe they feel like you haven't talked to them for very long or that it's been gaps since you've chatted because of real life. You know, you've been watching, you've been binge watching, you know, uh, Netflix or you've been binging a video game or you've been working or studying or, you know, and then sometimes you actually do try and take more of a break from online. But by doing that, obviously, then you're not... Constantly getting that feedback of, oh, someone shared something with you, and oh, someone's posted something and linked to you, and oh, someone's, you know, t- mentioned, tagged, mentioned, tagged, and oh, they sent you a message, and it's like, I also kind of feel with online, I'm not bitching about online, online's great, I love the internet and communication, I think it's fantastic, and especially uh, from where I live, it's essential. It really is for mental health, you know, for um, for contacting businesses, yada, yada, yada. It is, it is an important part. And the fact that it brings so many people together, I think, is fantastic. You know, the etiquette part of online, however, is completely different. Um, and there's still something of a work in progress. For me, myself, trying to find that kind of... Um, etiquette of when to be on, when to be off, um, you know, again, picking up text, not because, you know, text is cold, so it's like, oh, did they put a kiss at the end, are there emojis at the end, you know, oh, it's dot, 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 oh, is that going to be sarcastic, you know, so I think, you know, we still have different, oh, some people don't put kisses at the end, some people do, some people do always uh, dot, 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 and you're like, oh, what, is that, does that mean something? Is that attitude? Is that not attitude? Am I reading too much into this? Because we all do that, I think. Um, but no, uh, I... Oh, I've lost where I was going there for a second. So with online, I think... But being online is a bit tricky because people are always engaging, or you're always engaging. But I I guess what I'm trying to say is when you've got a lot of interaction happening, it doesn't actually give you a chance to do something or create, you know, whether you've got back from home from work, you don't work or you've got family or you're trying to uh, do some projects or watch something, catch up, play a game. You know, the thing is, when you're interacting constantly, you're not doing that because you're interacting. So someone... So I always find it a struggle when someone is like, oh, how, how, how are you? And, and you respond with, I'm fine. Uh, what are you up to? They go, oh, I've been doing blah, blah, blah. Okay, brilliant. 
and they ask you, oh, you've been up to, um, so far I've been talking to you, <laughs> um, and I'm not really doing anything in between, maybe a little bit of internet surfing, you know, and just checking out some, I don't know, clothes on the internet, or, you know, you can't really, it, it's, it's difficult, you know, sometimes you actually have to step away and live to actually have new stories, because the next day, if all I've done Say, say yesterday, all I did was be on Twitter and YouTube and, and Twitch and Discord. And oh, God, all the, the tons of Discord servers that I have. And bam, 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 bam. Oh, commenting on this. Oh, that looks great. And doing this. And oh, that's, that's cool. And oh, da, 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 And conversations. Boom, 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 boom. And then the next day, it happens again. What have you been up to? Oh, I basically was chatting with everyone yesterday. I didn't do anything to myself, for myself. I didn't look after myself really, I didn't do anything to wind down, and then do the same again, next day, oh, what have you been up to? Oh, nothing. You know, I think that it, it's that importance of having that balance of actually, I'm going to step away, so I actually have something new to talk about when I come back. I watch something, very interesting perspective, or... I, I did some, you know, fibre art, or I did some painting, or I did some um, uh, board games, or I did some video games, or I did some music creation, or whatever. And actually, or, or I, I, I went safely out for a walk somewhere isolated, you know, whatever. You know, just make sure you stay safe and, you know. Um, but it's, but if you don't do that then I I find it very difficult to, to to talk about something new if I've not done something. So I find that on my end, that uh, that communication tends to end up dropping because I find that if I don't bring something new, all I do is ask questions rather than actually having a conversation because I'm always worried that they're going to ask me something and then I can just be like, Mm, one word, mm, nothing, didn't do much, um, same as yesterday, and have nothing, nothing of interest to talk about, um, and so that, that's a problem for me, because I find that on my end, conversations drift away, I don't have anything exciting to bring to the table, so I'm not going to the table, and then when people contact me, I feel guilty, because I'm listening to what they're saying and I'm responding as well as I can. But if they start drifting away, all I can think of is, oh, I'm going to ask them something else about that topic, that which might have already dried up. Or I might try and broach another subject. But then it's, it's difficult. It really is. So, um, yeah. So internet, online, communication is very difficult for me um and I'm I've actually had a break recently and that's been great I've liked it but it's been weird because I feel like I'm even more isolated now <laughs> because I've had that break I've I don't know what's going on I've you know I get little pop-ups here and there some things I have turned off um just I don't feel guilty that I didn't respond to something in a thread or I didn't respond to something, you know, um, that wasn't directly at me, but like in, in that community online, I'm like, oh, I, could, I don't want to feel that guilt, you know, I want to be able to kind of enjoy my break, 
and actually feel a bit refreshed and bushy-tailed and actually go on and you know even if I still don't have anything substantial because if my depression's messed me up or something and I'm just like oh I've slept all day or something oh well, that's great because I haven't done anything I could have just been online chatting you know but <laughs> both for for extended periods of time it's not good for you so something to work out isn't it really um but yeah so going back to the original thing where I live IRL I have no communities that I can go to uh that's close uh they don't exist which is a pain and traveling out is quite a long way and that's a lot of hours for one trip and during a pandemic uh -uh, I'm not doing that I'm not stupid so it's difficult you know to have that IRL experience you know to actually be with others that will you know be able to validate and bring their perspectives to you and you to them you know and I don't mean validate in the sense that I have to accept who they are because they 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 require that to be who they are and vice versa no I mean just the fact that we just automatically accept who we are you know me being pan if I go to a uh, to a LGBTQIA uh, plus um, uh, event that's amazing because I'm around people where I don't have to justify being pan or I don't have to go oh hey I'm pan uh, because you know or I'm pan oh I've been pan for x time you know I don't I don't need to do that I can actually just go be myself and there's no judgment it's just it's chill and vice versa for them because obviously that's that's what we want we want to feel like human beings you know rather than having people having to hang arbitrary questions above our heads constantly making us feel that we have to answer those questions you know it's ridiculous you know with it with you know it's it's interesting because like with sexuality i've always i've always not understood when you get um when you get straight people and they go oh uh, when did you know you were you, you were gay? You know, I use gay on the on the broad spectrum rather than going for every small label. But I mean, like, oh, when did you know you were gay? And I'm like, well, it's not a stupid question because you you don't when when do you ever hear someone go, oh, when did you know you were straight? Why is it why is it such a, a concrete thing that you know you're always born cis and you're always born straight? Like, no, you're not. No one is. <laughs> you know, it's geez, I mean you look at you look at um say wild animals, right? Uh a new species has been found, you know, somewhere deep in the ocean or someone uh, or, or somewhere very, very far away, right? And scientists have found them and, and given them a name, right? But now that you know, humankind have come across this creature and given it a name. Doesn't mean that it never ever existed before humankind came into contact with it. No one knew about it, perhaps, but it didn't mean that they weren't already on this earth for X amount of years or millions of years, you know, existing or evolution, um, you know, going from one advancement to another, you know, like all all creatures do, you know, and it's just it's just it, it's, it's just so funny. And it's just this thing that, oh, 
You know, you had a fanny when you were a baby. You are a girl. Or you had a dick when you were a baby. You are a boy. Okay. Mm, mm, no, you're, why are you assigning... Uh, why are you assigning gender to what genitalia you have? You know, it that blows my mind. And just the whole thing that everyone is, you know, inherently cis and everyone is inherently straight. Just, oh, it just blows my mind. It really does. I mean, you are who you are. Right. The the only thing you can do is experience more, mature more, learn more, soul search more, and perhaps you might find something new about yourself. But you're never going to find something that takes away from yourself. You know, you can always add, not subtract. And I think when it comes to you know sexuality, I think the only thing is it's it's very much a spectrum. You know, and the fact is. It's like I actually commented on on a really lovely YouTuber. Um, I think it was a teen noir talking about coming out. And uh, one of the things that I mentioned in my comment was, you know, oh, for me, sexuality is... If you have a body, say that that body represents sexuality, right? And a label will say it's a pair of jeans, right? At certain times, you're not going to like the jeans anymore or they're not going to fit right or something and you have to find something that fits better and that to me is what labels are i mean tino asked it much better than me you know the fact that you know it labels are there to help uh help understand and help you know represent a particular a particular way within that sexuality right but you can change. I mean, I I came out when I was about 18. And that's a whole other, you know, episode, really. But I came out when I was about 18 that I was bisexual. And then during... Was, oh, God, I can't remember when I actually, actually mentioned it. I think it was... It wasn't the start of this year. I think it was a few months before December, maybe. So end of last year, maybe the start of this. No, it wasn't the start of this year. It was later than that. Um, earlier, later, earlier. God, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Uh, but no, um, it was, doesn't matter. Anyway, it was about the end of, uh, end of last year. Um... And I ended up coming out to my partner as Pan. And I was like, actually, I don't feel like bi is correct. I I know bi can obviously be, um, you know, two or more genders that you, uh, that you feel, you know, attracted to. Whether that's the romantic side of your sexuality or the sexual side of your, pan, of your uh, sexuality. Because you can have pan-romantic or pansexual, etc, etc. Um... So, you know, I was looking at it going, I don't just, you know, I, I, I see celebrities and I see, you know, people and everything. And I, I sort of look at them and I go, if I was single, would I, wouldn't I? And I'm like, no, girls, yes, boys, yes, okay. Uh, trans people, yes, pre-op, yeah, I see that. Post-op, yeah, I see that. Also, my experiences with girls, with boys, with trans and I'm like, yeah, I was happy with those experiences. Yeah, I felt that that could have gone, you know, like looking at it and going, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, I feel, no, 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 no. I'm like, but bye, bye doesn't seem to, mm, no. I think I would have probably stuck with bye if I felt that maybe three genders that I'd have been, sex, you know, sexually attracted to, I would have, like, probably stuck with that, you know, because by, although everyone thinks it's two and it's always, you know, oh, it's always boy and girl. No, it's it's not just, you know, being attracted to women and men. It's not. It's because it, that's not the only genders in the world anyway. Your bisexuality could be um, could be a mix. Your Your sexuality could be, you know, that you like MBs and men and that's it. You know, or you could like MBs, men and trans and that's it and not have anything interested in women, you know, or any other combinations, right? Bisexuality isn't purely based on two. People think that, but it's not purely correct. You could be two, but it could be it could be just a couple more. I but I think if it's more than three, I don't really think of that as bisexuality. I think that opens it to me personally, the label would open up way more as pan. So I was like, okay, no, pan, reading it up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, pan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yep, hello, I'm pan. Problem is, when I came out as bi, that washed up very <laughs> mutedly. <laughs> um, yeah. But the fact was, it still felt like people were... <laughs> having to get their heads around it and I'm just like ah oh, sod it if they uh, I'm not gonna c- keep coming out that uh I'm I'm pan to those who already know that I'm bi you know I'll put it in my I'll put it in my uh bios online and blah 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 it's pan and it'll always be like the pan uh ribbon uh flag around my you know um uh display pictures and all that sort of stuff and you know I'll always be having the pan you know but to unless someone queries or someone asks then I'll yeah and it's like oh you know when someone doesn't want to assume they actually ask nicely and they're like oh by the way are you you're you're bi aren't you or or am I assuming or did I forget you're like oh no no I'm pan you know because then then you feel like someone's actually you know listened or at least not assumed and have actually you know bothered to ask you know, and I think that's really good, but to be honest, I don't really feel the need to have to teach again, and just be like, oh, no, I'm pan, and it means this, I'd rather, because the time, I mean, that's the thing, right, you come out the first time, and if someone doesn't get their head around it, and since all that time still hasn't really educated themselves, or taught themselves, or, you know, talked to you about it, or really bothered to listen to your perspective, and you know, and for whatever reasons that they 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 want, you know, I I'm just like, why do I have to teach you a second time? <laughs> you know, so you know, again, everything's on my you know on my profiles and everything. I'm pan and having the pan flag ribbon around my profile picture and all that sort of stuff, right? It's not it's not hidden. Well, if no one bothers to ask, I'm I'm not gonna update them and I'm not going to you know but if someone asks or questions or goes oh what's that flag mean I was like, oh it means I'm pan because I, I actually I'm not bisexual that label is incorrect actually uh it didn't actually suit my sexuality this 
this label actually represents it much better. Maybe still not always perfectly, but it's it's a much better representation. Oh, okay, cool, cool. You know, different if it's already in if if that person's already in the community, then obviously then it's like, hey, I'm Pat. Oh, cool. I totally know what that means. Brilliant. You know, so I think that's great. However, I do think it's a problem though um, with. I think you have to. I think you have to excuse teenagers that come out of schooling. You know, I mean, my sexual education was. I can't remember exactly when the lessons were done. I'm guessing it was, if I remember correctly, somewhere between maybe, I don't know, maybe around year eight. So maybe I was around. I don't know, some somewhere around being twelve or thirteen, something like that. You know, we we had a um, sex ed. And it's actually very good, you know, we also have people come over from family planning where we can ask questions and, you know, um, and we can ask questions, uh, you know, we can ask questions. Our science teacher taught us sex ed, you know, about the body and about, you know, um, how reproduction works and blah, blah, blah. And there was also never felt there was any shaming about, you know, being, you know, what happens if you accidentally got pregnant or um, or about just having sex in general, you know, it was not so much a never have sex, you know, or oh my god, you're gonna get hepatitis and die, you know, or, you know, something stupid like that, right? It was, it was very good. My, my only wish, because I'm not in school anymore, so I don't know, I'd actually have to, uh, actually have to look it up, which I'll, which I'll do actually after this podcast that I've made um but I don't know how much is has changed and how much has been for the better I know in the UK that was the education that I received um years ago which makes me feel old but you know I I I could be very wrong about this and if you're from America then you can totally correct me but as far as I know it's a gym teacher that teaches you sex ed I don't really understand why with anatomy in itself um, and reproduction and, you know, cells and, you know, viruses and all that sort of stuff. But I don't understand why a gym teacher is teaching that. Um, but I know it's a gym teacher that teaches it. And again, like most um, most media, unfortunately, it's always a stereotype that it's a gym teacher, like a mean girl, <laughs> like a mean girl. So it's like, don't ever have sex. Don't do it. Don't have sex. You know, um, and or oh, you 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 do this, you die. You do this, you die. You know, just don't do it. So I is that still is that still very is that still very much programmed into the curriculum? Because, but so that that's something that I'd be very interested in uh, to hear about. I'll, I'm also going to read it up on it as well. But if anyone hears this as well I'd also just like to get your perspective you know how was your sex education what did you learn how did you feel did you feel like you could ask any question and feel like no one was going to judge you or treat you badly or you know um I know um but my thing is I think teenagers can be excused if the educational system doesn't do anything with you know the genders that exist and the sexualities that exist you know when when a teenager goes oh what's bisexuality and you know maybe 
they don't quite understand it because yes it can also still be in the media oh someone's come out as this and blah blah, blah. um but maybe they they're uncomfortable to look it up you know maybe they don't feel that they can go to their family and talk about it because it's always heteroness heterosexualness that's always being shown and always being you know in the media or at home and always being you know always looked at positively but then if you're at home or you're with, or maybe you're with friends or maybe you know you're at school or something and something comes up that's about you know something that's about being queer or being a different gender then perhaps you know the information isn't there they don't know how to access it they don't know who to ask they don't know how they'll be treated for asking whether it's about just being curious or because they're being curious because they're not because they're soul searching you know they're not sure if straight suits them they don't know if being cis suits them you know and they don't understand how they how they know that when everything about them around them is you know cis and straight you know oh I feel different why do I feel different you know if there's no way to really know that that can be very difficult um so yeah I think the only time I would probably explain more and be more open about talking about it is probably uh to to those that ask questions and maybe you know be like oh what does what does this mean I don't understand then I'd be like, oh, okay, well, it actually means that oh, I'm actually happy to, you know, talk about this, blah, 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 you know, offer them some resources. One in particular that I absolutely adore is amaze.org. I think that's a really good site. And actually, uh, if I'm correctly, they actually offer ways to help bring more awareness of sexualities and genders into actual curriculums. And I think that is Wayne, so I can't speak. So so needed, so needed, you know. Because without it, you're only looking at a very small, you know, a small um, brain work. You know, you're only looking at um, a very small area of the topic at hand. You're not looking at the bigger picture, you know. Um, and I just think, you know. It's so important to know about it, you know. It's no to me that is no different to having, you know, when you're doing religion at secondary school. You know, everyone had to do religion, and I found that okay. I'm I'm atheist, but I found that okay because our teacher never tried to preach a particular religion, and actually did teach us multiple religions. Um. And that was good because, you know, regardless of my own thoughts on religion and opinions and all that, um, I still would like to know about it so that, you know, I, I'm educated. And when I ever meet someone who has that particular religion, I'm not as ignorant as I was before, you know, and I can, you know, appreciate their faith and you know and the customs that they that they have and you know and under, and at least understand it and not be like oh that's the same as that religion because it's technically not um you know and i think i think that's important i think you know regardless of your own feelings on it if it's not hurting you then you know kind of like mind your business let them be but as well as appreciating the differences of us all, you know. So, 
I, I'm very much a don't preach at me kind of thing. Don't don't tell me to be this way or believe in a particular thing when, for me personally, there's no scientific backup. Um, but, you know, when there is, there's proof. There's so much proof. Um, then I'm very much a please be educated and please understand something and you know I I'm happy to talk about it to an extent but still try and do it for yourself first and again my only thing is I kind of excuse more for those that are far younger either still in the school education system or have just left that have certain questions then I'm far more far more um understanding and sympathize with what they weren't able to to know at the time you know um it that also goes i suppose with bdsm um you know it's very difficult to talk to someone that you know probably has no idea other than maybe watching 50 shades of gray and you know really if they don't really want to understand it, then fine. And I'm not really going to bring it up with them. Most times I can't anyway for reasons, again, as to why I can't really disclose who I am openly. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, no, that's not... <laughs> no, that's not how it works. No. No, don't... No. Don't look at the abuse and think that's BDSM because it's not. You know, ah, oh, hair-pulling moments. So many hair-pulling moments ridiculous you know Uh, but 50 shades and you know all that sort of stuff is definitely for another podcast this is more of a general feel of you know where my sort of mind goes and things like that so really we're coming to the end of this podcast now actually you know I've kind of gone into a little bit of who I am and what I like sort of thing um what we've done, we've talked about uh, communications. Well, I think that's really important, especially if you're isolated. Um, we've talked about, you know, gender and sexuality a little bit. And we've also talked about a teeny bit of BDSM. Um, I am a um, submissive. I would probably say that I'm also a bit of a um, masochist, but sometimes... a very little sado in that side but yeah very strongly uh masochist i definitely like um uh brain work <sighs> what's the word um you know flogging and um definitely a bit of a rope bunny you know get some get some really beautiful ropes and oh it's amazing um and that but yeah i i really like the um being a submissive uh it's very important to me really um music stopped (laughs) um it's really strange because i i never talk about bdsm openly ever this is the first time that i've ever had the subject brought up but i'm coming to the end now of how long i was planning to do a first episode and it's been really fun. It feels really good. Um, 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 stop saying um. That's a really bad habit to do. So, yes, this is me signing off. I have been Miss Marble. I hope you've uh, liked this podcast. And please let me know your um, 
your comments, especially about, um, like, the US sex ed. I know that um, the stereotype is always a gym teacher talking about, don't have sex, and, you know, you'll die from every STI that you can ever think of, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And so I'd be very curious to know if that's still very much a stereotype or whether there is more truth in that than what regular stereotypes have and whether it's getting better you know and that sort of thing so that is something that I would very much like to know your perspectives of as well um and yeah I hope I've made one marble I had to sorry This has been a Make One Marble podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed this uh, this episode and the content that I make and the perspectives that I bring. Um, if you'd like to give me your own thoughts and your own perspectives, you can do so by email at miss.m1marble at gmail.com. As well as that, if you would like to be a marvellous Marbly, uh, you can go to my Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash Miss Marble. There's uh, shout outs as well as um, being able to uh, request certain topics. Not only that, but I have a YouTube channel, again, at Miss Marble, where I'll be uh, categorising the the podcast uh, depending on what the topic is so it's easier to find a particular type of uh, topic section to listen to as well as that the youtube channel will also be used to hold exclusive uh, patreon only uh, podcasts as well so i hope that is of interest and again thank you for listening